Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now, NBA edition. We have Steven Sosa on the line, as always, whenever we're talking basketball. And today we're just going to be going over essentially the quarter of the season. At this point now, everyone has played 20 games, so we're one-fourth of the way there. Steven, what have you been liking? Or uh, let me rephrase that. What is the thing that you have most enjoyed so far this season? No Um, pressure. Let's see. Uh, I like a couple things, but um, uh, I have strangely liked the uh, what's going on with the Lakers just because them sucking uh, just because I I'm having fun watching them try to figure things out, you know, Oh, a more positive twist on it than I've had. Yeah. Um, because I, like I said, I only expect them to win about 50 games in the regular season. And so I'm like, I, I'm, I don't have too high expectations, you know, for them. Um, I expect them to win about 50 games in the regular season. And, um, I, I, the other day they played a great triple overtime game against the Kings and um, a game that should have never gone to triple overtime. Well, yeah, but it was, you know, I, love, I, I like the game anyway. I love that. You're like super like as, as a Lakers fan, I love that. You're the one who's like way more positive on them than I am for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, a lot of times I feel like I'm like going, I defend the Lakers against this Laker <laughs> fan too much, you know? Well, I don't know. Like, uh, what do you like about, like, you like that they're trying to figure things out, but like, what do you like if you're going to name like a specific thing? Like, Oh, they seem to have figured this out or they're doing this really well. Um, just, uh, like, like the the other day in the triple overtime game, I thought they they figured out the whole give LeBron the ball in the half court, you know, thing. And uh, um, they're they're doing pretty good rebounding the ball. Um, and, and LeBron's been out a lot, but um, the other day after the the triple overtime game they played the kings again and they beat them without lebron um uh they i just feel like they're still trying to figure things out and they're not doing that bad you know um i mean for i think for the expectations that people have for the lakers they are which is always unfair because like yeah absolutely they're doing okay like they're in the middle of the pack they're a middle of the pack team doing, doing well. There can only be one champion, right? But in a city where championships are expected, especially when you've spent $120 million on three apparently Hall of Fame level, level people, Westbrook being a former MVP, LeBron being obviously LeBron James, and then AD, who has been nothing but great since coming out of Kentucky. I think there's just much higher expectations and they have not lived up to like, for example, if like, we're going to flip this, like essentially I feel like they should be where the warriors and sons are right now, but they're not. Well, and the like this war- and the warriors and sons, honestly should be, well, more the warriors should be where the Lakers are. And I just, I, yeah, I I'm so happy for all of those golden state warriors fans. Cause yeah, they're, they're having fun. 
yeah, um, the Warriors are definitely doing great. Um, Phoenix is doing awesome. Um, Phoenix may very well win the championship this year. Um, they're they're doing awesome. Um, I think they've won 18 consecutive games. They just lost so, to the they just lost uh, to the Warriors on oh, Friday. They, yeah, they just lost, huh? Um, that was without Devin Booker, to be fair, but uh, they kind of got right beat, beaten up. On the roll, you know? Yeah, they had no. Uh, they're awesome. Phoenix is doing. Phoenix is like one of the bright and shining stars of the season that doesn't get talked about enough. How well right. they have figured things out. How the team is just coming together uh, as expected. I mean, there is it really a surprise? Like they're in the finals last year and they're only healthy now. <laughs> that's that's kind of a help. Yeah, I um, I just am, am. It's um, it's nice to see how good Phoenix is doing. Not really surprising that it seems like every Chris Paul team like has good chemistry, you know. But but it's still cool to see them, you know, come out and you know. I think they're trying to show everybody that uh, them making it to the finals. Last year wasn't a fluke, you know, but that's just, uh, you know, um, that's just what I think. Honestly, they're better um, set up this year anyways with how the Western Conference like to make it back to the finals, considering how poorly, once again, the Lakers are doing this year. But that being said, like, the, I, I still think last year's Lakers, I would, I would rather have last year's Lakers team than this year's. Because that's a team that can, and we're seeing it right now. Caruso, balls to the wall, just killing in Chicago. Um, yeah. he, like the, the number of ex Lakers players that are like killing it for teams right now is really disheartening. Uh, I, am I happy for the one championship we got? Absolutely, but that Julius Randle could have been like the third best player or fourth best player on a team. He's thriving in New York uh, on a championship team, I should say. And then Lonzo's doing much better. Um, he's just in a much better position than he was previously. KCP yeah. Kuzma just killing it on the Wizards. I'm, I think it has a lot to say about, uh, and this is going to be unpopular opinion, one of the podcast. LeBron James is not a good leader. Um, he's a great, he is the best. He is, the, like, he's like, uh, this generation, so last, I mean, probably prior to the last couple of years, but like the best player, like 2007 or maybe like 2009 to 2019, 2018, no doubt that decade belongs to LeBron James. But yeah, when things go bad, he just cuts and run, and it's not the right decision. All these players are playing well. Why are they playing well? Because somebody he's, took a chance on them and was it, and had a little more patience than LeBron did. Well, I mean, I I think it's kind of funny uh, to say that LeBron isn't a great leader, but um, uh. I, I'm not saying he's perfect or anything. He's definitely not. But, you know, if he's not a great leader, I don't know who the hell is. Well, what happened to Kevin Love? What happened uh, to all of like, don't get me wrong. He's an amazing player. I don't want to like poo-poo him in that way, but I don't think he's good at leading anything. Like, essentially, he needs talent, which is true of anything, but he needs a ton of talent around him in order to get to the promised land and to be in a bubble so that Anthony Davis can play amazing. And all the Lakers, like, don't, I love the Lakers. I want the Lakers to win, but all of these players are doing really, really well. 
not being around LeBron. And that just, speaks volumes. I just want to point out, though, that for years before he was winning championships, for years before the Heatles and all that, he took a team that didn't have a ton of talent and they were one of the best teams in the league for like a long time. Easy for a long time. What are you talking about? He took a team that wasn't good. They were the best team in the league for what, a year? Uh, wait, they, what? Wait, actually, explain that a little more. What what team no, did what he take I mean to the? What team did he, he take and make really really good? The the swept Cleveland Cavaliers in the championship, like that was amazing. That, but once that, again, he's that, amazing as a player. I don't want to like that's that's that is the season that is proof. He is a once in a lifetime talent, but he but is not a that, leader. A leader should if, with the skills that he has, he should have like seven or eight championships. <laughs> Or more that that um well I mean he kind of there was this guy named Kobe in the league at, you know from in oh eight oh nine oh nine two thousand ten you know there was that Kobe guy so I'm not even sure Kobe's a good leader honestly well I know, I know I'm throwing fire around like crazy right now but like the, when I think of a good leader Tim Duncan's the first person that comes to my mind. Um, and yeah. I, as a Lakers fan, that hurts a little bit to say, but I don't even know if Kobe was a good, like all he did was like talk shit about his team all the time. Make fun of well, his, he, his team all the time. There's different ways to lead is all I would say. Every single individual person needs to be led differently. And Kobe had one leadership style that he attributed or he would put upon all of the different players. A good leader leads each person as if they are an, an individual because they are. And once again, Kobe had a different I leadership like style. To- I would like to paraphrase Kobe Bryant right now. Um, Kobe Bryant was talking about uh, how he had part of what he had to do as a leader um, uh, to, to finally win championships, you know, as a leader after Shaq left, where he said, uh, um, <laughs> was trade Kwame bound for Paul Gasol. That's how he won championships. <sighs> <laughs> I can't believe you. And uh, which one of us is the Laker? Fan? I know, I know. Like I've just well, I've been having um, um, I've been having a lot of self reflection lately, and like yeah. all of these people that we hold up as these great leaders that we look to for a, as examples are actually not that great. Like essentially, the reason that we think and don't get me wrong, I love Kobe Bryant. I love what he did for the Lakers, but I also think you have to point out people's flaws as well, as well as their successes. If Kwame Brown is not traded for Paul Gasol, we're having a completely different conversation about Kobe Bryant, about how he underachieved as a player. And that yeah. is the most famous trade that every single analyst in the NBA has said is like a travesty, a steal, uh, that sh- a trade that should have never been allowed to go through. Every Everyone felt that way at the time. Everyone still talks about it that way. And if that trade doesn't happen, he never wins a championship. Well, Memphis actually made a good move when you look at the whole thing. I mean, because they get Marcus Saul out of it. Is that why? Yeah, because they got Marcus Saul, and uh, um, they were actually able to do go pretty far with him, and he became one of the best players in the league. Um, And then, you know, obviously it worked out for the Lakers. They got back-to-back championships. Mm-hmm. But, but um, I I would just say 
you know, Michael Jordan, um, just to use him as an example, he wasn't always the nicest guy in the world, but he was a great leader. I think it's the same thing, uh, very similar with Kobe. Um, you know, he he wasn't he wasn't everybody's best friend all the time, and but you know, gosh dang it, he could he could win, you know, and uh, whoa 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 whoa, said, whoa 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 wait just, wait no 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 like I just want to make sure I just heard that correctly. He could win. Who who is he again? Kobe. Okay. Bef- okay, keep going. Are you seriously gonna try to get Kobe? What did Kobe? What did Kobe win before, uh, after Shaq, and before Pau Gasol? Well, but keep going, keep going. I interrupted you. You're before you're right. Pau Gasol, he won three championships. Uh, I mean, sorry, had, before Shaq, or okay. after Shaq, before Pau. After Shaq, he won two championships. So no, but um, do, do, you're not hearing me though. Like after Shaq, before Pau, what did he win? So well, 2004. What did, what did what did they win? Before, what did they win without him? Ooh, that's a good. I mean, Shaq won his one championship, but with Dwayne Wade. So fair. Pau Gasol, absolutely nothing. Fair. Yeah. But I also, I also, I'm never. I would, I would also not say that Pau Gasol or Shaquille O'Neal were great leaders. <laughs> well, I, I would just say that there's different ways to lead. You know. Fair. Fair. fair, fair. No, and, absolutely agree. And uh, and that. Uh, you don't have to be everybody's best friend to be a great leader, you know. That is true. That is true, but yeah, fair. Um, uh, but Kobe, Kobe just he was he was like a hard ass, you know, and that was how he led. And he said that uh, in an interview I saw that he did at USC, um, um. He uh, was talking about how he had to figure out the different ways to push different buttons with different players to get them to to play well, right? And he said, uh, like with Pau Gasol, if he wanted to to try to you know push Pau's buttons, kind of you know, like try yeah. to figure out. He said uh, he would talk about how the U.S. kicked Spain's butt in the Olympics, you know, <laughs> and, and he said he would he would always he would say something like that. And he said that always pissed him off. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah. that always got him going. Um, I also and, have to be fair to Kobe, too. Like he started his career as an 18 year old and like I think 17 year old. Yeah, fair. Um, and I think I think that's one unfair part of my argument is like this guy's learning and maturing making tons and tons of horrible mistakes i.e the the rape that happened um and like wait, just growing wait 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 what the the rape did not necessarily happen okay i mean i'm not here to like <laughs> either way um either way bad bad decisions were I'm made saying, Cheat, cheats not, on his wife uh, cheats on his not. wife let's just say let's just Let's just say cheats on his wife, then. You okay with that? Because that's what he did. Yes, I know. I'm. I'm. I'm not. Look, I'm not trying to. I'm just saying, like, let's not judge the man without knowing what happened. Is all. Okay. Interesting. Um, 
No, but I like, mean, you know, I mean, you know, I, so there's a lot of like growing up and learning. I'm, I'm not saying I'm for adultery or, or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, but lots of mistakes were made is all that's the, I'll just say that then. And yeah. I think the reason is I've been coming it's just so you know, Stephen, I've been having like the way that we venerate, like it's a product that we are supposed to watch and be entertained by. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think there's like a little bit of too much hero worship for people who like, you know how, like they say, like, just shut up and dribble. Like, I don't necessarily agree with that, but at the end of the day, these are people who just play basketball. I, and I feel the same way about people like Elon Musk, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos. Right, but, but I, I feel I, the same I, way about anyone. Like sometimes I just want to be like, Mr. I don't even know where I'm going with right now. I feel like I'm all over the place. I don't even know how we got here. Oh, leadership, LeBron James and uh, the way that he, he succeeds. Um, mm. But I think a lot of time we just venerate people and we don't remember all of the negative things. Um, well, sometimes that goes into somebody's life to get them to where they're and those negative things to be fair are learning experiences that make them into better people. Like that's the thing mm. that I, that I want to illustrate the most, but like, we, these should not it's the charles barkley thing of like these people should not be your role models <laughs> i do no, and he he was right when he said that but what he was saying was um and michael jordan had a great response to what he said but i totally understood what charles barkley meant when he said look like a professional athlete should not raise your kids you know true uh, he's he's right about that, but Michael Jordan was also right when he responded back by telling Charles Barkley, whether you like it or not, you're a role model because you're freaking Charles Barkley, you know, basically. He was like, just because of the position you're in, basically, you're a role model, whether you like it or not. And um, uh, going back to Kobe, I, I just... I still love not, Kobe. I still love Kobe. I want to make sure that I say that Kobe Bryant yeah. wannabe over here was my, was my nickname for one of my friends trying to model my game after his, but I, um, I just want to make yeah. sure that we're not uh, doing too much hero worship of a, of a lot of people. Cause awesome. Great career. I think there's a lot of luck that goes into it. I'm not it. saying he was, he was and not he, perfect. The one thing that I can, I will never, ever, ever doubt about Kobe Bryant, Bryant um, and I will always venerate him for and learn from is the amount of work that he put in. That is something also, that everybody should try to, to emulate is just the amount of, obviously there's sacrifices that have to be made, but that is one thing that Kobe compared to a lot of other people absolutely had. Um, And I would just like to say that like, um, uh, I want to be careful how I put this, but just um, I I am um, how do I put this? Just uh, about the whole rape trial and everything. Um, I uh, I just the only two people that know what happened between him and that woman are him and that woman, you know? And, uh, um, so I, I just 
want to be careful not to to think things about them, you know, not to I want to be fair, you know. Yeah. So so yes, he he uh committed adultery. He admitted that he did. He admitted that he did in front of the whole world and his wife sitting there next to him. Um which had to be extremely difficult. Um punishment and, fits the crime. <laughs> and, and uh um you know that that happened but i'm just saying um like uh we nobody knows what happened uh when when that incident happened you know nobody i'm not saying like i'm just saying like let's be careful about you know um uh just you know let let's not judge him or anything you know he we know people don't we don't know what happened so yeah no but but sorry i feel like i i apologize to you i took us way off on a tangent but so going back I, to I, the... just, I just want to I just wanted to right there, you know, I, I, I everyone can I go have, listen to my ode to Kobe as well. I, I, I do a, love Kobe. I have a tremendous amount of respect for Kobe Bryant um, uh, as an athlete. Um, I think the evolution of his character too, like to was, come back gonna... from 2004 and 2003 and everything that happened there to to get where he was at the time of his death is like, it's, it's inspirational. Once again, not know, like, unless he did, in uh, fact, we, we've talked about this yeah. on the podcast before. I just, uh, we were talking about Chauncey Billups before and I, and I was talking about, uh, so we kind of touched on this before. Um, and, and I just don't like that when somebody gets accused of something and just because they are accused of that certain thing, they're automatically guilty in a lot of people's eyes. Well, the interesting though is what I've noticed is when people are accused of something, so that using Kobe as the example here, he was accused of that when he gets in air quotes exonerated of it. We forget that it was still a bad thing. <laughs> like it wasn't, or you know what, honestly, that's just my personal opinion. I'm sure there are people who are just like, who cares? It's an NBA player. Just like all of the NBA players who are doing their thing whenever they're on the road or whatever. Like, um, I do, I do have to take that into account that there is differing opinions on things. Um, yeah, I'm not saying, uh, you know, I, I'm not saying adultery is a good thing. I'm just saying, uh, you That's know, <laughs> Steven, you just named the th this episode of the podcast. Steven says, adultery, I'm not saying adultery is a good thing. <laughs> I think that'll get a lot of people to listen to this. <laughs> oh, geez. No, I just, I just, you know. No, I, I know what you're I, saying. I know what you're I saying. I hold Kobe up very high and I, and I don't believe that he is a bad person. And, um, uh, I, I just want to be fair to him, you know? Yeah, that's all.
I wish she was still playing basketball. Yeah, I wish she was still alive. So, um, but going back to this season, okay, I've loved it. <laughs> yes, I've loved it. Now that we've gone off on that, you know, who's your who's your MVP? Is it LeBron? Probably Steph. Steph, I think it's mine too. I've been trying not to have it be Steph because I feel like everyone is having it as Steph, but I think it's Steph, like or Kevin Durant. Like those are the two. Those are the two for me right now. Like, cause I can't really yeah. give it to anyone on the Suns. The Suns to me are like the a team. A team. Yeah. Are a team. And then um Brooklyn, who is number one in the East right now, gotta give it to Kevin Durant. And then the Warriors, who are kind of number one in the West right now. I don't know where all the standings are uh, as of Sunday, December 5th, 2021, but it's gotta go. I, I think I would go with Steph. Steph's playing as good as ever you know um and he's doing it without clay right now which is like incredible what he's doing without clay thompson you know uh so he's so fun to watch yeah so i gotta give it to steph i saw uh you know here's finally alex getting to his humble brag it's not a humble brag at all it's a brag brag it's a prideful brag got to watch him at barclays do his thing uh, and absolutely demolish <laughs> demolish the Brooklyn Nets and yeah once in a it was a wonderful performance i enjoyed it very much didn't miss a i only missed like the first few minutes of the first quarter because of everyone having to get their vaccine cards checked but it was the the warriors seeing them in person they're probably the team i mean of the last 5 years they're de- along with the jazz. Cause that's who I usually have to watch them play. But I think the warriors are the team that I've watched played the most live and in person. And cool. they're so fun. Oh yeah. They're such a fun team. Like they're moving all the time. Yeah. And Steph pointed out in a, on a, on the, uh, all the smoke podcast, he was on it and I was watching it the other day. And, uh, he said, uh, he was talking about how they are blessed with a bunch of playmakers. And like you said, you know, there's a bunch of uh, ball movement and player movement on that team. There, there's constant motion. There's great ball movement. And you, so they they get great shots a lot, you know. I would be curious if someone could put uh, Aura Ring, Garmin, Apple Watch, Fitbit, whoever I'm missing. I'm sorry, all of our sponsors of the podcast. I would love for you to somehow track how many miles Steph Curry uh, runs per minute or sorry, like, I guess how many feet or like whatever, whatever you want to make it do or how many miles he runs in a game. Cause that, that guy is moving like crazy all the time. And it is just so, I don't know, like there's something about, about team basketball. that's so fun. Like the, uh, the thing that I love about Kevin Durant is his post game. And like, I think that's, would he just seven foot lifts up over somebody who's just a little shorter than them? No way that he's going to block it. It's, it is poetry in motion to, to say the cliche. And I absolutely love it, but there is just something special about someone running around for 20 seconds, catching the ball and knocking it in. And that's what the warriors do all the time. I love, um, uh, one of the things I love about Kevin Durant is that, um, just how skilled he is at his size, you know. Yes. 
and he's so skilled and he's he's showing right now even more so than in the past i think how skilled he is because he tore his achilles and he's still like going killing teams because he's he's so skilled and he's still seven feet you know so i i love kevin durant as a player you know man basketball is so fun do you ever think um, about do you ever think about like how like what sport would we be watching if uh dr naismith doesn't invent a basket to throw a ball into do you ever think about that? Some other like, sport, probably soccer. A, a def, I mean, it would definitely be some other sport, but just like, thank heavens for marketing and for awesome players that made it. Because I, it's my favorite sport. I watched, um, I went to Italy recently and yeah, I watched uh, Roma play uh-huh. and it was fun. Like the atmosphere there was unreal, amazing. So in this trip, I went to Barclay Center and then I go to Stadio Olimpico in, in Italy. I listened, I listened to uh, that episode of the podcast, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate it. You were one of 12 people. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, um, oh, it's okay. And it was the, the, the feeling there was palpable. Like you could feel the love that these people had for the game. Like I got into it. It was awesome. They sing their songs. They have like all of their things. Yeah. It's 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 a guaranteed ninety minutes and it's over. So there's like a lot of stuff that I loved about about soccer, but going comparing that to that game where Steph went off and just destroyed the Nets. Mm-hmm. I there is no if if they can, if the NBA can find a way to speed up the game, limit the number of whistles, limit the net, which they're doing right now, getting they're rid of that stupid to. foul. Like it like the, it is like the best. I've watched football. I've watched soccer. I've watched volleyball. I've watched oh, basketball. basketball is one of the most watchable sports there is. I have watched all of the sports. I've watched baseball. I've watched cricket for a small amount of time, but like there is no sport that is so, it's so simple. <laughs> it's so simple yet. I, I don't want to say Brilliant. that it's not complex. It's not complex, but it's just so entertaining. So entertaining. And I don't know why more people don't like it. It's, well it's phenomenal it, a lot of people do but it's so yeah so fun yeah uh you know uh, you hear no uh uh argument here you'll get no argument from me uh if i had it my way uh, uh you know basketball would be the number one sport in the world but um uh naismith going back to james naismith um he uh he came up with the sport of basketball just to try to come up with a winter sport uh that his students could play indoors during the winter you know um and he um actually had a losing record as a coach and he invented the game so that tells you something about you know coaching is like you can know literally everything about the game and still, you know, um, uh, not have very much success as a coach. Yeah. But I, I always whoa, 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 whoa. Are you bringing that up, Stefan? Because 
I feel like LeBron and Kobe both have that same sort of knowledge level. <laughs> just kidding. I don't want to rehash that. I'm just messing with you. LeBron um, and Kobe are great leaders. I don't, I don't think that they are. <laughs> I think that they're like amazing once in a lifetime type talents, but I don't think like, that's why I go back to like Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan is the best leader of the last 20 years. As far as players go, it's Tim Duncan. Yeah. I, I just think there's different ways to lead, you know? No, there's absolutely different ways to lead, but like, I don't know. Like even like Phil Jack, like Craig Popovich is the greatest coach of the, like I, 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 once again, like I think it's because I'm getting older and I'm really realizing that like having these weird attachments to just one team really makes you blind. And I know you're being very, you're, you're not being like that, Steve, because obviously you're not a Lakers fan. You're a, you're a Kobe fan. You're a Sacramento Kings fan, but I'm like, a, I'm a, I'm a every team fan, you know? Yeah, that's true. Me too. Like, but like, is Phil Jackson, like really the greatest coach of all time, just because he won the championships that he de- did. I don't think so. Well, you I don't think that argue, he is. You could argue, uh, Pat Riley. You could argue pop, um, red Auerbach. Pop is the only one not to have a top five talent, right? Uh, well, I don't know. Tim Duncan was pretty darn but, good. But but let's let's just do it really quick. So top, uh, obviously this is very spontaneous, but spontaneous top five players of all time. Jordan. Are we on that? Are we agree with that? LeBron. Okay. okay. Magic. Yes. Bill Russell. I don't know. I don't know if I'd put Bill Russell in the top five, honestly. I don't think, I think he's a little, like, God, this is what I hate. Like, he's overrated, but Bill Russell was amazing. Like, for his time. Does that make sense? Like, he would never have. He, he, anybody who thinks, I mean, for for his time, and we've talked about this before, for his time, Bill Russell was one of the greatest players of the 50s and 60s. Okay, so wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Let me go back. So we agreed on Jordan and LeBron for sure. I forgot Abdul Jabbar. Yes. I totally forgot that. There. All right. So, so we have three that I feel like is pretty solidified magic. Yes. And then who, who would be our fifth? Fifth. Cause I, cause I want to say Larry. Well, but I don't be- know. It might be Larry, but so, but either way, this illustrates my point. Like Phil Jack, so Phil Jack, or it's Tim Duncan. But like, so uh, doing these people, Pat Riley had Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So I feel like that kind of eliminates him. Michael Jordan, so that kind of eliminates Phil Jackson. Well, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. there's even more players that he had, but like the fact that Popovich has always been kind of relevant even with Tim Duncan being gone now is kind of wild to me. Well, if you want to talk about coaches that won uh, without like a lot of that, that won championships without a lot of talent, you're not going to find, I don't think you're going to find a coach that you can say that about every coach that's ever won a championship. 100%. 100%. You have to have, uh, I mean, except for maybe Larry Brown with the Pistons. Well, Larry Brown had a four-time defensive player of the year. But you know what I mean? Like, I know defense wins championships, but there's not a player on that team that you're like, I don't think there's a player on that team that's in the top 20. Hey, they used to call themselves, uh, to your point, they used to call themselves the 
best five alive. You know, that team used to call themselves the best five alive because they felt like um, all of them together were the best gang team in the league, you know. And uh, I I think that was a, a very good attempt at finding a team that um, even though they had a ton of talent, like um, they were a little different because they they were they were only as good as the weakest link <laughs> yeah they 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 had uh they had like they had some very good players but they didn't have like a kobe you know they, they didn't have somebody that could like carry them like that it was it was what all five of them could do together you know and that's so, May, so did we just decide that Larry Brown is the greatest coach in the history of basketball? <laughs> no, John Wooden is. <laughs> he had Kareem. <laughs> he had Bill Walton. So what? <laughs> someone's also, got, someone's got to recruit he him. Al- he also um, uh, had, he also was a pioneer um, game um, and um, helped to popularize um, fast break basketball, um, won 10 championships and seven in a row. So you can say he had a lot of talent and he did, like he had a lot of talent to work with, but they won, you know, and they I know won our, a lot. I know what our next podcast is going to be. You know how you want to do the odds? Yeah. I want to do best coaches of all time. We could do that, yeah. Because as we're having this debate, like there's, I've been, uh, you know, to like get better suited for our conversations. I'm trying to educate myself more on the game. And there's like a lot of things I didn't know about a lot of coaches because we weren't watching basketball because we weren't alive in the eighties, seventies, and sixties. Um, and so all we have is historical documents right. to, to like learn all this stuff about, but I haven't, I haven't like read up on, on some of them, but there's a lot of a lot of stuff that I'm like, oh, you're really not that good of a, you're really not that great of a coach or like, oh, wow, you're even better than I thought you were based on all of this other, all of these right. other readings that I have done at this point. But so that, that should be our next one. One of the things that, because I read about basketball and coaches and all this stuff all the time, right? Well, and I have for years and years, but one of the, one of the things that I've taken away from, uh, like uh, the different coaches that whose books I've read and stuff like that um, uh, is just that like, and John Wooden talks about this, how as a coach, you can know everything there is to know about the game, about the game and, and still be unsuccessful, you know? Yep. And and so, um, you know, be, being a being a great coach is not necessarily, you know, um, uh, your a coach's record, win loss record, is not necessarily indicative of how great they are as a coach. You know, I think I've been having a lot of coach stuff because I want to start coaching. 
<laughs> I want to start coaching basketball. And so that's why I've been reading up a lot more on it. Um, uh-huh. You know, just like little kids and then like moving up, maybe like get older and older as thing, as, as time goes on. But yeah, um, I would I love a- to coach, except I, I think I, uh, I, I have a little bit of trouble with like, um, not hitting people. No, like, don't worry, Bob Knight, Bob Knight did that. You'll be fine. No, I mean, like, uh, um, like social cues and stuff are kind of difficult for me sometimes. And, and so I'm like, I, I, I think I would be able to understand the game well enough, but there's a whole other side of it that is working with people, you know, that I'm not Steven move out to Utah. You can be my assistant. (laughs) (laughs) That would be fun. We can, we can do a podcast about that. (laughs) Um, Well, uh, we have, we have five more minutes uh, before I have to run for something uh, uh, going on right now. Any other things going on within within the game right now. So sorry that we went off as on many tangents. I've honestly enjoyed this podcast though. It's one of my favorite ones that we've done so far, but any other things with the current uh, NBA season that you want to make sure that we hit on? Okay. Um, uh, Let me think. Um, Told you to have notes before these Steven, so that we, whenever I ask that question, you just have an answer right away. Come on, man. Oh, sorry. (laughs) But uh i i uh just the season has still been it has been really fun i think it's been the best season in a long time <laughs> yeah it's it's been i've watched more basketball in the last 2 months than i think i did the last like 5 years yeah it it, it um it definitely has has been fun even watching the Lakers struggle has been fun for me, you know. It's not fun. I don't know why you say that. It's not fun for me. <laughs> I just want them to I win. Just, I I'm yes, but I'm looking at the their process and looking at them trying to crack the code to what's going to make them successful, you know. And cracking the code is we're going to fire Frank Vogel. <laughs> <laughs> the guy Man, that won you us. have had all kinds of really hot takes. No, 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 no. I don't want them to fire Frank Vogel. Have you seen that though? Like that's like a news thing right now. That's crazy. It's Frank right. Vogel. Okay, thank you. But, no, I thought it was crazy too. Yeah, like I'm that wondering. was a Stephen A. thing. He said he's been hearing rumors that they're looking to remove Frank Vogel. I'm like, what are you? T- what are you kidding? He's not the one. He's not the one who selected. Russell Westbrook to be on his team. He's not the general manager that made that huge mistake. Hey, Rob Palinka, dumb, dumb McGee over there. Also, I, uh, I, I want to say talking about Stephen A. Smith, I would like to retire on this podcast saying bad man, because I, I just, part of the reason why I, I, I say that so much on this podcast just because Stephen A. Smith sounds so silly saying it, you know? Stephen A. Smith is not a fan of basketball. Stephen A. Smith is a fan of himself and has created a personality that is heavily influenced by basketball. But this the, Stephen A. Smith no longer cares about sports. He cares about the paycheck he's getting and um, 
well, there's my last hot take of this uh, episode. I don't think he cares about football. I don't think he cares about basketball. I think he cares about cutting that multi-million dollar check from ESPN each year. Yeah. He, uh, why do you think they call him screaming a, <laughs> he, he's, he's trying to get attention, you know, he's, uh, but, but, um, uh, gosh, we're just going after everybody. I have no more time for the people that we venerate in this world. We, we I'm just saying Kobe, Kobe, we're, we're, we're going after Kobe. We're saying LeBron wasn't a great leader. And now, whoa, I mean, Steven, I would just say, I was saying that you were yeah, saying he is a good you, leader. So. I was not, I yeah. was not, I was just trying to be kind, but thank you. Thank um, you for uh, owning that with me. Yeah. But, uh, um, uh, anyway, it just feels like, uh, I mean, this has been really fun doing this episode, but feels like you have had, you know, hot take, hot take. Yeah. It was, I'll tell you, Stephen, it was me going and watching that, uh, that football game in Italy. It changed my entire opinion on so many things basketball related. I, I can't explain a hundred percent why it had the impact that it did, but it is, I think the season too has just been so awesome to watch uh, in the NBA that I am, I, I have become like protective. <laughs> I have yeah. become protective that, of the legacy and what I, and how I want um, things to be uh, remembered and not just like, like the, every, everything should be remembered. It shouldn't just be like the, the wins, the losses have to be remembered too. Phil Jackson didn't only win. I forget the number they went. What do you win? 13 championships. I don't know. Hey, he won five always, and six, I'm, 11. So he won I'm 11 always. championships. Like, let's I'm not forget always. he lost two as well. Um, let's yeah. not forget like Kobe lost two as well. Let's not forget Michael Jordan lost zero. Oh, that's right. He won. He went six and oh, I forgot about that. Um, uh, yeah. And he lost a bunch in the eighties also a bunch of non-championships. Correct. Awesome. Well, Hey, yeah, see you. This is fun, but, but don't, you, right, don't you, I feel like this was like way more entertaining for both of us though. Right. Like, didn't you? Yes. No, I, I had a lot of fun. But, uh, uh, and honestly, I, I also want to just point out, I'm not trying to Stephen A. Smith this. Like, I'm not trying to have these hot takes just to have hot takes to make it entertaining. I truly feel a lot of the way, uh, or not a lot of the way. Crap, Alex. Oh, no, no, no. You're, uh, that, that, that's not me saying, um, uh, because of the crap you're giving me. I want you to know that I'm not saying these things just to be a naysayer. It's because, yeah, a lot of self reflection over the last couple of weeks, my friend. And the yeah, next time I live by myself, I have nothing but self-reflect. <laughs> and that's going to be the name of the podcast now. And the next time that we have something that we want to talk about, we hope you give it a listen. Please don't take us too seriously. Give us one more chance to change your mind